Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining us, as always. I really appreciate it. Uh, today, I wanted to be wrong. I want to be wrong so bad. I never wanted to be wrong in my life until now. In a previous podcast, a uh, fun thought exercise, we laid out a conspiracy theory that has been around for 30 years in the World Economic Forum's Great Reset has gotten a lot of publicity among other podcasters and YouTubers. So I would say if you have not listened to that one, take a couple of quick minutes, I think it's a 20-minute episode, and listen to that one. It's a fun thought exercise. I'll link it down below. But I, I wanted to circle back to it because the further and further we go with this, I just want to be, I want to be wrong, and I'm having trouble finding examples i just want one i want some piece of evidence to blow up everything so i can move on and not waste any more of my time thinking about this to briefly recap the theory it's believed that a group of very powerful people want to blow up the current system of government and global finance and global health care and transition it to a global technocracy similar to what's happening in China today with the mass surveillance, the social credit scores, the digital IDs and wallets, right? The technocrats want to be able to control society and how they get their opportunity is they need this, they need the current governments of the world to fail. And more importantly, they need to have the people blame the governments for the failure. And then the, the people would seek refuge with the World Economic Forum who kind of swoops in and saves everybody in exchange for their freedom, private property, and their forced compliance. The best way to have all the governments fail is bankrupting them, right, while creating many divides and distracting the people so they cannot clearly see what's happening. Again, really searching for any evidence to disprove this. So if you have anything, email me. My email will be in the description. So they want to keep us distracted, right? So if we're solely focused on the trans issues in our schools or the, the mandates against our freedoms or the, the vaccination debate, we cannot see that every government is actively trying to bankrupt itself. Again, I hope this is not the case, but I'm having trouble finding any evidence to the contrary. You know, how, how is it the, the U.S. can spend billions of dollars and send it to Ukraine, but we have no money to address homelessness in our major cities? How is it that the U.S. has billions of dollars to bomb Libya, Pakistan, Iraq, Somalia, Afghanistan, but there's no money to give their citizens health care during a fucking pandemic? How is it the U.S. is ignoring their inflation problem and not even being honest about how they created it? 80% of all the cash in circulation has been printed in the last two years. If I know there's an inflation problem and how to fix it, you know the geniuses over at the Federal Reserve know there's an inflation problem and how to fix it, right? Either they're not bright enough or they're lying. My guess is they're lying. Also because every country's doing the same thing. Printing money, spending money, 
billions and billions of dollars in the name of public health. And I'm always reminded about my favorite saying in the sticker that's on my car that says, the welfare of the public is always the alibi of the tyrants. Because I subscribe to the theory that no one gives a shit about me that much. No one's worried about my health that much. There's no way. So nothing the U.S. is doing is financially or policy-wise is making any sense. Again, the running theme of this episode, if there's any examples that you can think of, please let me know, and I will take a step back from the ledge and move on with my day and not waste another second of my day thinking about this. Because I can't find one. Maybe I'm too deep, right? And I can't see the forest through the trees. I hope so. But everywhere I look, everyone seems to be doing exactly what they, in quotes, would do if they wanted to blow this whole thing up. Like the COVID response has been one out of an authoritarian playbook, lockdowns, forced vaccinations, shutting down the small businesses, censoring any detractors of the safe and effective narrative. You know, your free speech was put on hold in the name of your neighbor's health. All of your choices have been taken away without them presenting any evidence on why they're doing what they're doing. And don't give me the, the CDC talking points of the, well, there's, there's more unvaxxed people in the hospital than the vaxxed people. None of their medical propaganda is admissible into the discussion because they would not let any doctors or scientists with opposing data or studies or views be included in the conversation. That's not science, that's censorship in the antithesis of how science works. And it's not just the U.S., Right? It's mostly all of the developed countries doing the same shit. This is where I get the incompetence argument from people right? who believe our government would never do anything like this. It's too big. There's no way. They couldn't pull it off. Well, if you go back and ask the Nazis, they'll say the bigger the lie, the more the public will believe it. right? Because they're banking on you having that visceral reaction of, there's no way. right? And then you just dismiss the possibility because it's, too big or involves too many people or whatever that thing is in your brain that tries to square it, you'll just convince yourself there's no way that's even possible. I'm blown away by the fact that I would do the exact opposite of what they're doing to solve our problems. You know, maybe I don't know my ass from my elbow when it comes to how to solve a problem, but just off the top of my head, I'm looking at the biggest issues we're facing and, and how, what I would do, right? So COVID. I'd remove the emergency measures. I'd remove the censorship around the topic. I'd remove any government interference and let the individuals and communities figure out what to do. Have a good old-fashioned scientific debate where everyone brings their shit to the table and we figure out what the best course of action is. How about the economy in our huge fucking inflation problem? That's easy. I mean, the best thing to do would just be default on our debt and start over. But that's not realistic. They'll never do that. But I mean, at least stop quantitative easing. That means printing money. Stop fucking printing money. Stop buying our own bonds. That's how we print the money. We print the money and then buy it. Stop that shit. We're still doing it. How is that going to help the inflation if we're still doing it? We need to raise interest rates to at least 10%. We need to be above the inflation rate to even make a dent. We need to start quantitative tightening. That's when we get rid of money in circulation. So shrink the money supply. Inflation is the expansion of the money supply. So how you do the opposite of expanding the money supply, you diminish it. Cut government spending and set a hard budget that can't be ignored and gone over. Simple. Now, it, all these 
solutions obviously are not viable politically. But again, I, I'm just trying to solve the problem and I'm pointing out how they're not even close to trying, interested in solving the fucking problem. How about our news and big tech monopolies? Yeah, you break up the media monopolies, you break up the six companies that own 90% of the fucking media in this country, you break up the big tech monopolies, you regulate the shit out of big tech if they claim to be a public utility, and then they censor their users, then they're, they're out. Regulate them. You know, they claim they're a utility, and they can't be held liable for what is done on their platforms. That's how, that's how they get out of regulation. And they'll compare themselves to the phone company. If someone commits a crime over the phone, it's not AT&T's fault. But AT&T isn't censoring certain phone calls either. And another thing, you, you break up BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. These are fucking monopolies. They own all of the corporations. And these are just fucking hedge funds. So it's no different than one guy owning it in World Health. You know, let's get the unelected billionaires out of the public health sector. Why don't we defund the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Have the CDC get back to what they were supposed to be doing. What the hell? What are they supposed to be doing, Nick? Well, I'll tell you what they're not supposed to be doing is coming up with public health policy. You know, you should fire Fauci and everyone at the NIH and get back to finding the causes of our chronic diseases by going after the cause, not trying to develop drugs to mask the symptoms that they, that they then all profit from. And I would investigate fucking every one of them. And hey, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they didn't do anything wrong. But I'll tell you what they didn't do right was have a good fucking response to this. You know, a little accountability. In the private sector, you'd be fucking fired. If you do a shitty job, you're fired. Can we, can we hold the elected officials to the same standard? Maybe I'm wrong. God, I hope. But something inside of me is just like, danger, Will Robinson, danger. You know, we shut down, we shut down free speech on our social media platforms, which unfortunately is the new town square like we just talked about. That's where the, the, all the information is distributed. That's where the most people go. Now, is that for the people's benefit? Why is everyone on the left losing their minds because Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter and restore to the free speech platform that it was supposed to be when it was started? Why are the Twitter board members who don't own many shares so against the purchase? It certainly isn't to protect free speech, right? They're blocking the sale because they cannot control the flow of information if people can be free to post what they want. I talk a lot about the free press and censorship a lot. And it's because we would be so much better off and we'd be so much more informed if we were free to share our thoughts, experiences, and theories with everyone. You know, I use the vaccine example a lot in making this case, but I need everyone to understand that no matter the subject matter, if you're only getting one side of the story, then you'll believe it because of that confirmation bias, right? There's no way anything else could be true because everywhere you look, the same shit is said in the same way with the same phrases. It's just constantly reinforced. And that's by design. Imagine that if we were free to share our ideas, thoughts, and experiences unimpeded, right? After the vaccines rolled out, right? There would be vaccine-injured Facebook groups with over 200,000 members, People would be able to share their stories of how the vaccine injured or killed thousands of people just months after the fucking thing rolled out. Imagine if the news covered that. Imagine if the news covered the stories of the Maddie DeGrarys of the world. And if you don't know who Maddie DeGrary is, she was seriously injured in Pfizer's 12 to 15 year old trial. 
She couldn't walk less than 24 hours after her injection. She's now paraplegic on her way to becoming a quadriplegic. Pfizer reported her symptoms as mild abdominal pain. This is in the trial. So this brave kid volunteered her body because she thought she was doing the right thing for humanity and being a part of this fucking study. And she was rewarded by a vaccine injury, which whatever shit happens, that she that was a risk going and she took that risk for our sake. But then the FDA commissioner, Janet Woodcock, promised via email she would investigate the case. Never did. Right. And this is not something that could just be dropped on the floor by mistake. The FDA deliberately refused to investigate it. The Pfizer trial results fraudulently report no serious events to this day. Is that corruption? How is this, how is this possible? This is a very high-profile case. A, a, a fucking 12-year-old girl who was perfectly healthy is now on her way to being a quadriplegic, and it all started 24 hours after the vaccine. Something tells me parents would have had been more skeptical of vaccinating their healthy kids who are not at risk of dying from this virus if they got to hear Maddie's story and, and thousands more like her. You know, something tells me people would think twice about vaccinating healthy athletes if, they, if the news would cover the 890 cardiac arrest and other serious events among athletes, including 579 deaths following the COVID-19 shots. Right? Some of these injuries are covered in the news, but the vaccine is never mentioned or investigated. It's not even brought up as a possibility. And nowhere in our past was it commonplace to have professional athletes, i.e. the most healthiest motherfuckers on the planet, dropping dead on the field of play. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, it's uh, Nick checking on any evidence that our government isn't trying to harm us. Uh, nothing yet, sir. Okay, thanks. I'll try back tomorrow. Again, give me something, people. Give me something, because everywhere I'm looking, it's the exact opposite. The the federal court just overturned the CDC mask mandate on the public and federal transit. Yay for freedom. Oh, wait, President Biden's now appealing the ruling. He wants to go back to forcing people to do something they don't want to do. And worst of all, force them to do something that doesn't even fucking work. Well, Nick, we successfully eradicated the flu for two years because of masks and social distancing. Oh, yeah, you're right. My doctor told me that as well. But quick follow-up question. If the masks and social distancing prevented any flu from spreading, and apparently from existing, why didn't the masks and social distancing work for preventing COVID? If my microphone was not attached, I would throw it across the room for dramatic effect. Let that one bounce around in your head for a while. Why are our politicians advocating for more government and less freedom? Why can I count on one hand the politicians speaking out for transparency, accountability, and, and have a good faith discussion on the most critical topics of our time? I hope I'm wrong. Again, email me if there are any examples that go against this conspiracy theory. My email is in the description. Also, any feedback is much appreciated too. I do this to hopefully spark some curiosity to look into things for yourself. Investigate all of the inconsistencies and contradictions. They're just one of them, right? Pretend 
the conspiracy theories or your opponent's point of view are correct and try to prove them wrong with facts and evidence, right? Instead of faith and emotion. I'm looking forward to being inundated with proof that I'm wrong. I cannot wait. I've never been so excited to be wrong in my life. Prove to me the Great Reset isn't in full swing and our government, along with many other governments, aren't willing participants.